0: Hey everybody, Francesca here reminding you that I will be in Sacramento at the SAC Punchline on Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m. with none other than Matt Lieb. That's right, we are co-headlining. It'll be super fun. It is St. Patrick's Day, so I guess we're all drinking, maybe? Anyway, get your tickets. There should be a link in the description, and I hope to see you there.
1: And I don't think it's going to be one election. I'm talking about this is long term work. And so when we're talking to people and organizing folks, we're honest with them and authentic with them to say that we don't think that voting is going to be the end all and the be all. But what we do believe is that when a community is at war and you're fighting for your life, you got to use every tool available to you. If that means all you got to get have is a hammer, then I'm going to knock the hell out of you with this hammer. Right. But you've got to use this power of voting to be able to stop the pain happening in our community and hold folks accountable.
0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Bituation Room podcast show stream live. Damn it. I almost had that. Um, I am your host, Francesca Fiorentini. Super happy to be with you uh, in your ear holes, uh, on your phone, live on YouTube and Twitch. um, Again, every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. That's when we're doing it live. So if you want to catch us, catch us then and there. And here and right now, this is all for the future people. Um, super glad you're here and uh, make sure you're liking all the things. you're sharing all the with all the bells and whistles and giving five stars uh, on iTunes, of course. Uh, we've got such a good show today. Comedian James Fritz is here, and we're gonna talk about some movement on student debt coming down the pike very soon. Is it enough? Is it good? Is this what we've settled for? Um, and of course, uh, Republicans finally seeing, um, yeah, their actions have consequences. That's what happens when you do more than just bluster. You actually see the real world impact of, I don't know, things like abortion bans. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, later, we have Latasha Brown of Black Voters Matter talking to us about the midterms. What is she looking at? What's the organization doing? Where where are their openings and where's their awful voter suppression? Very excited to have her on the program for the first time. So 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 thrilled. Um. So hell yeah, everybody. Uh. Buckle in. Buckle up. Get your bitch caps on. Again, still looking into bitch caps. Um. But in the meantime, I also want to remind you that after the show, there's more show. That's right. There's a bonus episode for all. Of the Frantifa. That is the members of the Patreon. Bituation. Patreon.com slash Bituation Room. Is where you go to become a patron. We do extra stories. That are exclusive. To patrons. Absolutely exclusive. There may be some release. Of the early old episodes. To make up for the fact that yes. I'll be taking some weeks in October off. To uh, birth a child. But until then. Get at this cuz today we're talking about a firefighter and I want to know is he a bastard or is he based? TBD. What happened to this firefighter? I want it. Let's weigh in. Firefighters or cops? Okay, that's an easy one. Let's that's way too easy. I don't even know why I asked that question of my audience. Anyway, James and I are doing an extra 10-15. Sometimes we even go longer. Shit, I don't know. So make sure you are a patron and thank you so much again. This show is straight up possible because of you all and there's other perks if you're a patron at 20 bucks or more you get a free piece of merch every three months it, you get 20 percent off of merch anyway even if you're a patron at five dollars more ten dollars gets you that shout out during the fart song at the end of the show um and um if not it's just me and the fart song alone dancing and it's kind of sad and weird so yeah that's why and hey if patreon scares you venmo tbr-live cash app tbr live and yes you will get a shout out as well for tipping um and with that why don't we get in to what we're bitching about Ooh, i got a doozy i got a real big doozy this is what are you bitching about So this is something that's been on my mind for months, uh, months and months and months, a few years now. In fact, Uh, there's never a good time to bitch about this because it's sort of persistent on our minds. And we should all be very angry about it ever since the year 2020, which is the Paycheck Protection Loans, the PPP loans. I'm currently forgetting what the third P stands for, Um, but I don't know. It's, it doesn't matter. It uh, stands for, um, yeah, uh, I don't know, big penis, small penis. It's fine. The point is this. Let's talk about those loans, because here we are at a time when the Biden administration may forgive some student debt, um, which majority held by non-wealthy people, um, held by middle class, everyday folks, just trying to get an education, you know, so they can... Uh, Hold down a job for a couple years until uh, there's downsizing or whatnot. The point is, is looking into those PPP loans. How many of those loans have been actually forgiven? Let's let's look into it. So ProPublica has done an incredible job with this. There were 11.5 million loans given out, approved, and uh, there were some for orga- organizations approved for loans. So there's organizations, there's all kinds of things. Even people who stormed the Capitol, uh, some of those motherfuckers got loans. $793 billion was the amount approved. How much has been forgiven? We're talking 100% forgiven, including any accrued interest. $742 billion of, that, of those dollars. Now, I I just mentioned that some of the insurrectionists got loans. Again, I contest they were boat dads. They were... Upper middle class dudes, but also from ProPublica, a lot of celebs, including Kanye West, Jay-Z, P. Diddy, Paul Pelosi. So not necessarily a celebrity, but Jared Kushner, uh, the president or former president's son-in-law, taking out a $3 million loan, had it all forgiven. I wonder if there's a conflict of interest in that, considering that he was the son of the fucking guy who okayed this program in the first place. Anyway, who knows how much of this money ended up in Saudi Arabia's pockets. Uh, Kanye West taking out $2.3 million in loans. Um, unclear, unknown whether that has been forgiven. Jay-Z, $2.1 million. P. Diddy uh, taking out $1.9 million and having it all forgiven. Uh, Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's um, I guess, DUI hubby, <laughs> taking out $1.7 million, having it all forgiven. Again, a little bit of a conflict of interest. Khloe Kardashian, $1.2 million in loans, all of it forgiven. So here is all this debt that we just passed out willy-nilly. And the reason we know this, the low estimates are that $76 billion of that total, of all the billions that were handed out, $76 billion were fraudulent. And that's low. That's 15% of the claims. And the reason we know that is because many millions of borrowers inflated their numbers uh, of employees, created companies out of whole cloth. And lenders did very little to verify the applications, prosecutors and experts say, in part because Congress required the Small Business Administration, or SBA, which ran the program, to issue explicit guidance that, in the interest of getting the money out fast, lenders will be held harmless will be held harmless for borrowers borrowers failure to comply with program criteria. In other words, if you fudge shit, it doesn't matter. So, so this is how it happened, right? And don't take it from me. The, a former U.S. attorney from Michigan called this the biggest fraud in a generation. And that is the looting of the PPP plans. So again, honestly, for the amount of flack that you and I have taken for what whether it's just regular debt, shit, I don't know, student debt, credit card debt, whatever you want to say, but during the pandemic... Ah, uh, you shouldn't give people, you know, a six, uh, six hundred dollars. You shouldn't give people stimulus checks. The stimulus checks are the reason that people don't want to work, right? Like that's all. Oh, there, nobody wants to work anymore because of the stimulus checks, motherfuckers. We would have spent that money far better rather than going into I don't know Reese Witherspoon's the, the relamination of her saltwater pool. Like what the fuck, right? Anywho. Let's bring in, uh, for the rest of the show, um, a man who doesn't have pregnancy brain. He's a stand-up comic based in L.A. with shows coming up in September, October. And his new album, Still Together, was released by A Special Thing Records not so long ago. Please welcome Mr. James Fritz.
2: Hi, Francesca. How you doing?
0: Oh, I'm good. I'm just I'm just fucking up my own segments. Buddy. Oh, no, I'm it's not. fine.
2: And Reese, I mean, go easy on Reese. She was trying to start in nft collection for women so she needed that
0: money dude i'm so like that sucks i but this is so i love i love i love the like the female empowerment we just really need to like (laughs) help women get into the crypto space
2: (laughs) so they could be (laughs) (laughs) dogs.
0: yes so they can have their shit stolen ah god she's definitely that's so insane why are there we could have gotten money we could have gotten money I mean we really to be honest with you this is when I'm like I wish I could one read columns but also to like have an accountant who actually like worked for me and then be like here's what you do you (laughs) pretend like you're a small business in fact you are right I don't have an LLC but I am um and then be like just get a cool like half a mil you know yeah I'm not asking
2: for Jay-Z money
0: yeah. Half yeah, a yeah, mil. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I could do, I could work wonders, people. We could stream every day. Can you imagine? I would just have more money and then I'm like, then I want to stream more. No days off. Actually, that would be fine.
2: You actually sink it all into the podcast. Oh, God. She's like, she actually used her PP loan for what it was for.
0: That's yeah, why crazy. is she working? Most people just went to Mexico. Calm down. Um, James, what are you bitching about this Tuesday?
2: Just the usual, just the dire state of comedy. Uh, It's a dead art form. I hate it right now. It's the worst it's ever been in the history of the country.
0: Can you Uh, say why stand-up has been the worst it's ever been?
2: Just ask a a, a normal person who their favorite stand-ups are right now, and you'll want to kill yourself. Um,
0: Joe Rogan. Yeah,
2: yeah. People who, like, they can't even name, like, a joke they did. It's just, like... Okay, this is also, this is going to sound elitist, but I'm Kentucky trash. I can't be elitist. But like what, I think it's a bad sign for a society to have um, MMA fighters being our thought leaders. There's going to be a (laughs) lot of this. People who have taken a lot of shots to the brain, um, giving (laughs) advice on how we should build a society. I I, I mean, if
0: Herschel Walker wins, it's like, well, (laughs) they're on to something. Right. They've they've got it. No, it it you're you know, I do think, however, as much as I judge like the MMA fighters, I do and like anyone, you know, ball players and things like this, and people again who've got like CTE. I also I do feel like people who are in recovery, like people who were addicts, are like incredible thinkers. I don't know what it is. I am also married to one, and maybe I'm biased, but I'm like until he went cray i thought russell brand was actually really smart is that does that say more about me i don't Uh, think he's funny i don't think he's a good comment
2: the accent pulls us
0: (laughs) but he he has like a loot there's a lucidity that i think former Mm -hmm. addicts and people in recovery have that i'm like man i wish i had that it's like no filter and no fucks that i kind of respect
2: well they've hit the bottom yes and now they're thinking clearly
0: right they now they know they don't want anything in their body including you know the (laughs) pfizer vaccine from soros
1: jesus yeah Um, i'm
2: thinking more like brendan schaub his career you know people or that new guy who just got banned from everything because he was apparently uh, 10 year old boys were learning that women should be in the kitchen from him he was like an ex kick fight a kickboxer i'm like I grew up in the golden age of like heavyweight boxers and we weren't going to like Buster Douglas for advice on how to build our, save our failing school systems and shit. It's just, I love, I love them, but they don't need to be thought leaders. Come on.
0: That's Andrew Tate, who I was like, I was like, who the fuck is Andrew Tate? Don't, don't make me look him up. Mm -hmm. And then I had to look him up and see his like douchey, you know, shaved head and glasses and learn that, yes, he was like teaching pickup artistry for, you know, seven-year-olds. Yeah.
2: and they all drink, like, mud milk and shit and, like, just... Like, <laughs> 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 it's just such a dumb culture, man.
0: We are living... I mean, it is... The grift of the internet uh, knows no bounds, and it's Mm-mm. gotten really, really bad lately, to the point where I'm like, I'll just watch regular commercials. Like, <laughs> I'll watch a commercial for Dutch Glow on <laughs> CNN... You know where like it's like Half Dutch clothes like you like you're just like this is how you polish your wooden ducks that kind of thing.
2: Ah
0: you know, uh, oh, yes, yeah. that's so much better than someone trying to. It's every pre-roll ad. I'm sorry, we uh, got to move on, but like every pre-roll out ad is like, after downloading this app, I'm making a hundred thousand <laughs> dollars in three months, and you're like, this is so sad. We live in the saddest fucking time to be alive. Yeah, just economically, like everyone's trying to grift you on either their supplements or a way they got rich quick.
2: Right. uh, Or like, we have to stop grooming. We have to stop groomers. Here's uh, brought to you by manscape. It's like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right, well, let's get into everything that's happened this week. Oh my God. So much. We're sort of in the middle of it. Um, This is the week where Dennis Rodman, um, offered to negotiate a release for britney griner again maybe basketball players now him i listen to yeah yeah i mean obviously dennis is you know is lord um he says he's got permission to go and he's quote going to help that girl and knowing how long he usually commits to women he'll be there for exactly nine days and be drunk the entire time (laughs) And that is a Carmen Electra marriage throwback <laughs> joke that I want everyone to remember. Um, just days after saying he was a Ron DeSantis guy, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones is now saying he didn't mean it and he's now begging Trump to call him. Aww. And this is, this is like a love triangle that makes the Twilight series seem adult, all right? <laughs> and the only difference between this and that is that everyone here is a bloodsucker. That is true. (laughs) Uh, Teachers in five districts across the country, including Washington, D.C. and Columbus, Ohio, have voted to strike. School is still going to start. It'll just be led by substitute teachers, i.e. a dude who thinks that watching Matt Damon do math in Goodwill Hunting is the same as doing math. So we're just going to put this on, kids. He never went to college. You see? You just go into the Army like me. Um, after two internal reviews, the CDC is ready to admit that on COVID-19, it was caught flat-footed, it fucked up, and it has deprioritized public health for way too long. Yeah. Uh, the external review says, yeah, we fucking knew that. I knew that, like, two months into the pandemic when Scientologists in my neighborhood were handing out more information than the CDC was about covid um, yeah, like all roads led to Xenu, but at least they believed in masks, you know. <laughs> um, and finally, we're learning more and more about the documents that Trump specifically, uh, the number of documents that Trump took from the National Archives, the White House, estimated at now 700. Um, for context, former intelligence specialist reality winners stole one document <laughs> and got five years of prison. So... If you're going to do the math and apply justice equally, that is Trump in jail for the rest of his life, plus all of his haunting years, plus, I I mean, and then some, right? The the other realms that he might travel to and other universes that he might. And I mean, this is well into when we will all be underwater and have forgotten the name and never have to hear the name Donald Trump.
2: My name should have been reality winner. I was on a that reality so show, true. then I won.
0: I bet I'm a, I'm more of a winner at reality than reality is. Anyway, <laughs> nobody knows the trouble. Have we heard him sing? I don't think we. We haven't, but like we haven't. Remember when Obama sang "Amazing Grace" oh, and everyone yeah. was like pussy wet pussy wet um but um not really he was a, i mean let's be real about that obama was a little out of key like oh, yeah. a little off key but he did do the,
2: key. he did do the fake so like he 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 did it he sold it
0: He so he totally sold it Yeah. what would be trump's song obviously it's memories uh from cats it's apparently is one of his favorite songs that they used to play in the white house yeah, he's so he got the weirdest angry. fucking taste it's that YMCA, crazy. it's just <laughs> you know, but it is, it's it's not the weird tape, weird unless if you think that his brain begins and ends between like 1985 and True. like 1989, like it's the most like old, gropy man 80s brain, like mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, he is Robin Leach, Lifestyles the Rich and Famous. That's like, that's it. Ugh. That is it. A- Anyway, for everything else, this is the week where Okay, so this is the week where we are seeing a bit of action from the not dark Brandon, but more of the beige, the taupe Brandon, the sandstone Brandon, uh, much more um, (laughs) on par with what Biden usually does. um, Because any moment, at any moment, uh, the White House is announcing that they will be canceling some student debt. So this Maybe. is breaking. Um, the the decision is going to come down as soon as Wednesday. He's expected to extend repayment pause <sighs> for several months. Not clear. Remember, it was supposed to, uh, the, the payments are supposed to be back on at the end of this month.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's expected to forgive loans up to $10,000 for people. Wow. Who make... $125,000 a year or less. So, right, there is some qualifications here.
2: Ain't no test like um, a means test party. And yeah. they can't not do it.
0: So there it is. And just for some, just to reminder, 45 million Americans have about $1.9 trillion dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. The average person has 29000 um of, of debt, uh, $29,000 in debt. 92% of that debt is held by the federal government so these are federal loans
2: mm-hmm. um
0: and yeah. so that's where when you're wondering like why are we so obsessed who's this going to hurt it doesn't hurt anybody it no. just directly helps people
2: yeah um, but i uh, i this did, i did it the right way and the <laughs> I, no one
0: can have anything that i worked for.
2: People are so fucking selfish. It's insane. What does it? Don't hurt you feel yet? like
0: he's gonna bake? He's gonna bake something into there. Be like, oh, you know, if you yeah. did pay off your debt, you will get. I don't know a rebate on an electric car that's been made in the United States on all car- parts, <laughs> which it's already in the other climate bill. But you yeah. know, so like, it's gonna be something, some kind of like you'll get a free Spotify for life account um yeah, an Amazon ten, five, five,
2: five free scratchers in the mail just yeah, do that who cares
0: something um so this is obviously not what a lot of people wanted which was like 50k everything why not yeah. everything i've been seeing folks say and this is a really good question which is look people are going to be mad at this no matter what like the right is right. going to hate this they're going to think it's a handout so why not go big they, like what do why what, what are you losing by just going bigger?
2: They haven't gone big in our lives. This is what they mm-hmm. do. I mean, mm-hmm. they were mad that Trump gave out 2 grand and put his name on it, no questions asked, and I'm like that's the smartest move you can do. So smart. I, <laughs> just here, no questions asked. It's like the fucking gas rebate out here in California because our right. gas was like $8 a gallon for like 2 months and they were like don't worry, we have a surplus, we're gonna, everyone's gonna get a gas <laughs> refund, and then nothing for two months, and then they're like, okay, it's coming in October, and it's $150 if you make between blah, 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 it's $125, if and I'm like, they can't help themselves from technocratic finger-fucking everything, and I don't, it's like middle management, it's like in the entertainment industry, it's like, Producers have to make a suggestion, even if the idea is fine, to feel like oh, their yeah. job exists for a reason. Yes. Now, I think that's what this is. It's that just is the bureaucracy exactly to being bureaucracy. Like,
0: Yes. Everyone's got to put their hand in and Everyone's got to put their little, like, yeah.
2: Right. And we're, we're paying, right. we're spending all this money to find a way we can save like a nickel by right. <laughs> hurting people. I don't know why they don't uh, just freeze the, just, or get rid of the, Forgive all the interest. Yes. Yeah. Like that would make a yes. lot of sense to me. And yes, be v-
0: knowing that people are locked into incredibly and terrible same. sort of uh, interest rate schemes. These are You'll not- never pay it off. No. Yeah. No. No, you're absolutely right. Like readjust- readjusting that or like putting, get, giving like a flat low interest rate. When we had Richard Wolf on to talk about this, he echoed something that actually Larry Summers, former treasury secretary under Clinton and Obama, kind of like, you know, the neoliberal bellwether, the sort of dude who like holds the line on why we can't give working people too much because they'll <laughs> right. get uppity. Like he's saying the same thing that I was asking Richard Wolf, which was basically like, will this affect inflation? Because, you know, the Biden administration is so fucking worried about too much money circulating, once again, because the boot has been minimally lifted from our necks because of things, you know, like the small stimulus checks. Um, And people are refusing to work for peanuts. And there is more money in the economy. (laughs) Exactly. And you can't have that. And instead of asking industry to like, hey, man. Why don't we like control inflation a different way by doing some kind mm-hmm. of price controlling or whatnot? It's like no, 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 no. We need to hurt the working people first mm-hmm. and foremost, and that's probably why you don't want more than ten thousand dollars, you know, per person because you there's that's too much money circulating. That's right. too much freedom for people.
2: But no caps on oil company oil profits during uh, none, none at all.
0: Oh, they, they pull that number um, out of thin air. Yeah,
2: Joe Biden has to go out there and beg for them to please be nice and <laughs> lower their prices. Uh,
0: and and I just want to also remind everybody that um, borrowers between twenty five and thirty four carry five hundred billion dollars in federal student loan debt. Uh, majority of those people have between ten and forty thousand. So again, this is, yeah. Okay. That is, we're not even going for 20 or 30 K. I mean, who knows? Maybe the, the announcement will be different between now and tomorrow. This is happening in the past for those of you listening in the future. Probably not though, but then borrowers between 35 and 49. owe even more $620 yeah. billion dollars in student debt. And, and this in this group, is the highest number of borrowers who owe more than a hundred thousand dollars in loans, mm-hmm. and then finally, let's not forget, there are people who are sixty-two and older, and of those people, um, that I mean, the, the total of those folks are point 2. four million borrowers, and they owe ninety-eight billion dollars in student loans in their retirement.
2: Well, yeah. our COVID lack of response will take care of most of them. <laughs>
1: <I> mean, effectively, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fucked
2: up. <laughs> But yeah, the, and that makes sense that the age, uh, the the middle age demo that you read, that makes total sense because that was, I mean, that was the generation. That, that was a heyday. Oh, and that was the generation that like growing up, it was hammered into our brains no matter what. You go to college. If you yes. have to take, a, like, you have to go to college and yes. you have to pay for it. Don't worry about it. You'll get a great job and it'll be paid off in Four years after you graduate
0: and now this is the generation with once you download this app you're making like six figures in a year uh, no, but it's true it it is true that like yes, the value of a degree has gone down significantly i mean right. arguably i mean let's be real, the value of a college degree not keeping pace with the amount of inflation, not inflating the way that yeah. uh the inflation is on everyone's um on everyone's debt. <sighs> And that interest rate, if only. Anywho, um, that we will see. TBD. I'm excited to talk more about uh, student loan debt. And Go big, Joe. Everybody. Go, Joe, baby. Go, Beige Joe. Um, <laughs> let's jump into this. This was the week where some Republicans are starting to realize that when you ban abortions, you endanger people's lives, uh, the lives of, oh, already living people funny funny how that works specifically donning on a south carolina republican state representative neil collins he was speaking before the state's house judiciary committee and he had a pretty heartfelt um epiphany in public <laughs> as he recounted um what this means for people who desire children but are having a miscarriage let's say take a look
3: I'll move to my final comments then, Mr. Chairman. I voted for the pain-capable bill, the fetal heartbeat bill, and fetal heartbeat has been for six weeks now. The second week that, this, that the fetal heartbeat bill became law, a doctor called me out of Anderson. I live in Easley. A 19-year-old girl appeared at the ER. She was 15 weeks pregnant, her water broke, and the, the fetus was unviable. The standard of care was to advise her uh, that they could extract or she could go home. The attorneys told the doctors that because of the fetal heartbeat bill, because that 15-week-old had a heartbeat, the doctors could not extract. So their only choices were to admit The 19-year-old, until that fetal heartbeat stopped, I asked, how long does it take to stop? She said, seconds, minutes, hours, maybe days, or discharge. They discharged that 19-year-old. The doctor told me at that point, there's a 50% chance, well, first, she's going to pass this fetus in the toilet. She's going to have to deal with that on her own. There's a 50% chance, greater than 50% chance that she's going to lose her uterus. There's a 10% chance that she will develop sepsis and herself die. That weighs on me. I voted for that bill. These are affecting people. And we're having a meeting about this. It took that whole week. I did not sleep. I followed up with the doctor. A week later, she had heard nothing, did not know about the 19-year-old. Thank God I followed up. Two weeks later, she did return to the ER. They did extract the now non-beating fetus. What we do matters. Thank you, Representative Collins. One second, Mr. Chairman. I'm almost finished. Out of respect for the process, I'm not voting today, but I want it to be clear that myself and many others are not in a position to vote for this bill without significant changes to the bill.
2: And as representative Newton said, if we pass this out as favorable, you'll have an opportunity on the house floor.
0: So there he is. Um, re- rethinking, I think that initial vote, um, to ban all abortions when there is a fetal heartbeat detected. Which is um, not a real thing. Right. Which is, <laughs> I mean, like electrical activity. Right. Isn't there, is, you know, happens first. Is that a heartbeat? I don't know. Do people know they're pregnant by six weeks? No. Yeah. Mostly, absolutely not.
2: When I voted um, for this bill, I thought God sent the stork and the stork, like. These children brains. I
0: thought God performed the <laughs> DNA and was able to extract that fetal tissue um, through his heavenly ways. And I'm realizing that that is not the case. I mean, and it's just like, <sighs> it, it's amazing to me. And, you know, all due to, uh, you know, to my guest and all the cis men out there. But it's fun to see a man who's unable to bear life have it sort of dawn on him like oh <laughs> empathy bro like just like having that like passing mm-hmm. a fetus alone in a toilet God that would really suck fifty yeah. percent chance of losing your uterus and your ability to then have a kid that would really suck five percent chance of or ten percent chance what was it of sepsis and dying I mean and it's like it takes it's it's very much again the right wing way which is it doesn't it's not real until it impacts me or until yep. someone straight up calls me on the phone and tells it to me. It's like Republicans with like women's rights are like how I am with sports. Like <laughs> I need someone, <laughs> I need someone to explain to me like why I should give a shit about yeah. the sport or like, yeah, I mean This team's been down. This is actually the first time that they've been, you know, in the playoffs in like, you know, 60 years. And I'm like, Whoa, hell yeah. I'm in it. You know, like, Wow. that's like what Republicans do (laughs) Um, I
2: I, I, I struggle to have sympathy for this crocodile tier man to be honest Um, most of his voting record is atrocious Um, he posted some tweet like a couple days ago of him and his wife with their new kid and he's taking and he's like the new he's babysitting tonight and I'm like you tone deaf motherfucker. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't, but yeah, everyone said this would happen.
0: Yeah. everyone. This said is it would happen. the most predictable thing in the
2: world. And now it is. And now that and- there's a human face and attached to the brood mare for you, it's, it's now it affects you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like women yeah. are just like a theoretical thing to them that make babies except for their wife or their daughter.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, exactly. And and apparently right now there's an injunction on that six week abortion ban in South Carolina, uh, but that is only temporary and who mm-hmm. knows what will happen. And, you know, he's one guy and you can only imagine with the state legislature, you know, the way it is tilted um, what's going to be happening. But again, Plancypills.org. You can still get them. You can still have them sent to you. Just don't talk about it on Facebook Messenger. Please um, encrypt all of your shit, everybody, yeah. um, and protect yourself. But yeah. I think it is important
2: then. to amplify these stories, though, every time. Because uh, there's way more horrific ones than this that have already happened. Exactly. And people she need she to survived. realize that this is the reality of your like religious fanaticism like this absolutely. is the reality of it
0: absolutely and i think a lot of people i think they're not willing to go there like i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, they love god you know they want to use it to get votes right. but when it comes to fanaticism the only person who i'm sure believes in this stuff is like amy coney barrett like that bitch <laughs> is Absolutely crazy. A hundred percent. Yes. She compl- she's like yeah 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 bleed out. That's what God wants. Absolutely. You know, go into sepsis, lose your uterus. That's yeah. what God wants. You know. Um, everyone else is just kind of play acting. I mean, m- many of them are play acting, and now yeah. they're seeing, oh shit, my loving God probably would not want me to do this. Yeah. Anywho, we have to move on because we have such a wonderful guest coming into the room where we bituate, um, award-winning organizer philanthropic consultant political strategist and jazz singer there we go she can tell us whether she thought obama was a little bit off or not <laughs> um she's the co-founder of black voters matter fund a southern-based organization with a mission to increase power in our communities please welcome latasha brown hi, hi how are y'all doing so good now that you're here i mean good to see
2: you
1: good before with James. The point wow. is great. Um, I, I, I was, was doing and I was enjoying the conversation, the previous conversation. I was like, yeah, and another <laughs> thing, and another thing.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean... I mean, we could start there.
0: Right. You know, I guess I'm wondering, you know, to you and the voters you're speaking with, you know, your organizers and them, you know, I know they've been hitting the pavement and knocking doors and traveling on on, you know, on buses. And what what are you hearing from voters and specifically black voters? How is, you know, generally new polls are coming in that say, Roe v. Wade is pushing people to the polls, and also things like losing our democracy pushing people to the polls. Is that similar to what you're hearing, or where? um, Yeah, what? Where is the most
1: excitement coming? No, that is similar to what I'm hearing, but I'm also hearing it's. I mean, you know, I don't know if this was from the gas prices, whether this is inflation. Everybody wants to know where my money is. Like everybody wants to understand how they can get some relief. It has been a yeah. um, a challenge. I mean, I think even when we saw the great resignation where people who are refusing who are not going back to work. They was like, well, we got all these jobs. You know, what you have is you got a whole bunch of underpaying jobs that people have decided that they're not going to continue to be exploited. How can a multi-billion dollar company like an Amazon, who I order something from, I, I, I'm a hypocrite because I do like my Amazon orders, but, <laughs> um, you know, and, and McDonald's and all these corporations making billions and billions of dollars. Pay their leadership millions and millions of dollars, and then want people to come come to get, uh, work for a, a gallon of gas? Because because that's what folks were saying. Mm-hmm. And like, I have had talked to a woman, and she said, um, I can't afford. You all can hear my 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 grandbaby was like, I don't really care that you're on an interview right now. I just got <laughs> this, food this is and this is
0: where. We're a kid-friendly okay. podcast. <laughs> la- la- last week, we had a yeah. uh, M- Mateen's daughter very adorably came on the show. Yeah,
2: so, so he
1: is no I'll, worries. I'll watch my land. He may make a grand appearance <laughs> um, um, at some point. But anyway, the bottom line is we really have to recognize that we got to right size things. That it's not just what's happening in this moment. We, we're looking at it like that's why I am as 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 much as I can. Bring concerns and critiques um, on this administration. You know, oftentimes the people who are hit are the people who at least are doing something. And so I say that mm-hmm. that while you know, like you all, I'm like now. On one hand, I'm like, you know, we don't we talking about limits when it comes to bailing banks out and bailing the right. housing market out and investors out. Like, like that's not. Mm-hmm. They just get these big checks. And we don't yeah. hear from them anymore, and they're like, "Okay, we feel better now, right?" And we don't we don't hear <laughs> from them anymore. But then, you know, when we're looking at specifically people now, all of a sudden, folks got a problem. Like I'm, I have two things to say. Shut up. Like, just be quiet. That at the end of the day, yeah. if you're saying. Um, It's that whole thinking of because you suffered, I suffered. Hell, I don't want anybody to suffer. Like the the things that were difficult in my life, that time period that I didn't know how I was going to pay my my car note or my house note, I don't want a human being to ever feel that, Right. right? That moment yes. that I didn't know if I would have insurance um, to really be able to take care of the health needs of me and my son. Why would I want somebody to experience that? Cause now I can afford that. So the bottom line yes. is I want them to give people money. Why Why? Why, am, why would I want you to give uh, McDonald's some money, right? And, mm-hmm. and Wells Fargo and bank of America crooks like some money but I don't want other people. I think part of that, part of that doesn't just come from people. Part of that actually mm. comes, we're fed that. We are fed this oh, the right. idea that corporations are a bigger contributor and, um, to mm. this economy and that people only drag it down. And so, while yes. I, I say that, because on one hand, I am support, like I have this question around just clear all the damn debt. What's the issue with that? You know, the, right. the other issue is I'm also not seeing this as an opportunity to drag the president. The only president in, that we have had that has even had the audacity to actually say, "I'm going to cancel," so I'm going to cancel student long day, right. right? To even make mm. moves. to even make yeah. moves in that way, and and I'm raising that because I think we have to balance, and I think both things can be true. Both things can be true that he is actually addressing something that we want, and both things, and it can also be true that you need to do more. Right. Both of those things we can Mm, hold and do truth and be true. But I do think we're in this environment that is like the zero sum game. If you don't do everything that I want you to do, I'm going to counsel you out. Right. That's not what my belief is. My belief is I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to call it out just as y'all are doing on this show. Yes, we need to talk about it and call it out. But I also think we have to be politically sophisticated enough to be able to recognize that there are crazy people right now that are trying to take (laughs) over this nation.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, sure. so the other side is absolutely completely batshit. Uh, I, I think if, to summarize, um, yeah. <laughs> do you do you feel like that, you know, in terms of motivating people to come out, you know, do you feel like either the student debt or the climate change bill, you know, some of that some of those the promises of you know, green jobs, alternative energy, investments in communities that have been, you know, uh, environmentally degraded because of racism and, um, you know, redlining and things like this. Is that moving folks at all? Or does
1: it still feel, is that is it, it is a little abstract for people? You know, I think that's a really good question because, I, you know, ironically, I think people in some ways are more tuned in now than they normally have. Mm-hmm. So though if, if you had asked me that question, maybe five years ago or 10 years ago, I was like, ah, those those down in the details. Uh, But people are paying attention in a different kind of way, right? Even around climate change, even around uh, the economy, right? You know, you might not care about the economy until gas gets $8 a gallon. And you're like, wait, wait, what did they say about this economy? Right? So- sometimes it's circumstances that bring people to pay attention and i say that to say i do think that people are paying more attention i think it is the democrats responsibility to be able to speak to that what it is that they're concerning and to be able to deliver on that right and so because i do think that people are tuned in politically in ways that they haven't been tuned in now the question is can you turn that interest into action right can you can you ignite um can you motivate the the what I always say to excite and ignite the base. Can you excite and ignite the base? Um uh, that they yeah. actually feel confident that you can do something about those things they care about because people do care about things. And they I am hearing climate change. I'm hearing young people talk about climate change more than I really? have ever heard them talk about it.
0: So yeah, especially after this summer, right? I mean it's like and when, where you all organize in the South. I mean, like, I'm thinking of the humidity I experienced uh, when I was in Louisiana for a little bit, and I was like, the,
2: just,
0: <laughs> no. Um, well, I'm
2: from Kentucky, and, and, you know, last year it was tornadoes yes. in Western Kentucky. This year it's floods in Eastern Kentucky. Like, everyone's yeah. going to know what's happening sooner or later.
1: Right, right, yeah. Everybody knows <laughs> know. something is going on. I think we have to right. elevate... I, I do think that the the left or the progressives or whatever you want to call them have to do a better job at directly connecting what it is that people are concerned with, what they're gonna do. Because it's one thing to Absolutely. to talk about the problem, it's another thing to say, we see this problem, we're going to do this, and this is our vision of moving forward. Cause I believe people are tired of the same old rhetoric rhetoric of it's them people, it's them people. Yeah, it's yeah. true. They are extremely problematic. But I do, but people in the back of their heads, I think they also have the Janet Jackson principle. What have you done for me lately? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So tell me about how you, (laughs) how Black Voters Matter is going into this midterms. I mean, it's, we're well into the cycle, obviously, um, but headed into November, what states are you working the most in? Where do you see, what are you excited by? And then on the flip side, what, Scares you and frightens mm. you. Um, come,
1: going into November,
0: that's a huge it is. question. You know, but, I,
1: yeah. I, I think I want to start with the reverse, if I can. If I can, sta- can stand with sure. You know, what frightens me about um going into the midterms election is that we have we're in a political era of the wild wild west for one party, that that a, the Republican Party is not even pretending. To have any semblance of anything that is just or democratic they basically like we're gonna go yeah. for broke right if mm-hmm. if white men with money don't have power then the hell with all of it right and so <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's what's very scary is i feel like we are not we people are not in let me say this i recently i recently went to israel Palestine, a, a few weeks ago and I wow. was at the, um, at the museum and at the museum, what I didn't know is I didn't realize, and I've read the story of, 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 I, I'm familiar with the history of the, the Holocaust, read many, many books on it. For some reason, it completely escaped me that Hitler had given every person a car, that I knew that, I knew that he had given them some information um, and I knew that he had given, well, uh, um, on the Germans, um, he had given a radio, right? I, but he had actually given every family a Volkswagen. I didn't know that, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And after that, he literally was able to lead a country to hell, <laughs> essentially, right? right? And lead to the murder mm-hmm. of millions of of innocent people. And I and a country that for the most part uh, had lived had been diverse, right? People were living in neighborhoods and living among each other. Right. All of a sudden, almost like it seemed like it was overnight, just turned on an entire group of people who have been their doctors, mm-hmm. their lawyers, their neighbors, their teachers, their 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 daycare workers and that led to that i I'm raising that because I think in the us, we take for granted of the fragility of this democracy and how dangerous that that hateful yeah. propaganda can be Mm -hmm. that when you have something, when you've got propaganda that is actually attacking the gay community, that is attacking women, that is attacking attacking poor people, we have to really recognize the extreme danger. And the one thing that kind of keeps me up at night is this, I think, this lack of seriousness that we have, we're still dealing with it. Like we're still dealing with this political landscape. Like we're just dealing with two, parties that have ideological differences, right? Right. Right. And that's extremely dangerous to me, that we should be really dealing with that there is a rogue party that has that does not have any value system or commitment to preserving and upholding democracy, and it should be dismantled and held accountable. Mm
0: -hmm. And and it's a lesson, I mean, you're talking about basically a lesson in smart fascism, which is if you meet people's basic needs or at least attempt to, even if it's like, a one off, even if it is like we're saying signing your name on the check, mm-hmm. which is the smartest thing Donald Trump did under the pandemic, even as you know, hundreds of thousands of people were dying. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good move. Um, and and so if only I mean not if only, but like thank God he wasn't a smarter like fascist. <laughs> DeSantis, um, <you> mean? <laughs>
1: yeah, or a DeSantis. Yes, because that's essentially who, especially who DeSantis I, is.
2: Yeah, he's scary. I feel like,
0: I don't know. I don't think I'm I'm just not a believer
1: in DeSantis. I think he can't speak.
0: Oh no, I actually know how think how to that like, he
1: I, call. no, I actually believe that's a, a front. Just like I you oh think absolutely so? just he's he, dumbing it down. He's dumbing it down. I I actually think I think he's um smart. I think he's evil. But Me I think too. he's smart. Yep. Um I think Maybe. that I mean even Trump, when is let's let's say pre Trump running into going to office. When when did yeah. people in Alabama start liking uh, folks from New York?
2: <laughs> never, never. I don't understand. Like James, I you don't from get Kentucky.
1: It. You already I know, know what it they think never about Yankees, What they call them, Yankees. Oh party. yeah. They don't <laughs> even. I know
2: what
3: you think about me. Do you understand? Moving Do away. You
1: understand? <laughs> and Trump is was the quintessential New Yorker. Yeah. Like he he might as well have had New York right. on his forehead, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden right. he wasn't he wasn't reflective of a personality of New Yorker. All of a sudden right. he was making gaffes. He was like creating. He was he wasn't even smart enough to answer a question. I believe that was actually, not that I think that he's smart, because I don't think that he's smart, but I do think that he's clever. And I think that he was able to exploit, right, this idea of I'm just dumb and and I'm the average person and I'm the the Joe that can't read and I can't spell. He's good at TV. He's good at TV. I think he's put on (laughs) performance. I'm raising that because I see that strategy is continuing. DeSantis, if you go back, now he, I never thought he was a strong debater because I, quite frankly, and his own gubernatorial race with with um with Andrew Gillum he ate him up like he mm-hmm. sold something right so he's not a debater mm-hmm. right but but no. but i'm watching him speak now and it is very very problematic it is very if you look at it yeah. it is almost a copycat version of trump
2: yep it's all grievance, it's all, and grievance
1: it's all attack oh, yeah. for even sure. his cadence has changed now all of a sudden he's mm-hmm. stumbling over words t- it is all an act,
0: <laughs> right, right, right. He's doing the "How do you say cucumber?" Right. Uh, line. Right, sorry. Right. Um, the the Hilaria Baldwin. But I want to ask uh, Latasha what are what are the states like? I mean, obviously there's Georgia, which is huge, you know, in terms of maintaining the Senate, and, and just what a big fu 2020 was to the Republican Party, and 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 also what a testament to grassroots organizing that yeah. I know your your organization had a huge role in as well. Um, which states are you looking okay. at? Which states sort of, you know, are, are you all zeroing in? You did in? ask me
1: this, Francesca, and I went all around the world <laughs> and back um, with the piece. So we're going to get back to it. You know, part of what, <laughs> where there's a Senate race, that's where we are. Because we believe that this last experience of, um, uh, particularly the key states where, where, where there's a possibility in the swing states, what we are concerned about is like this last cycle you know, to to not be able to get voting rights passed, not to get a criminal justice yeah. reform that we think one of the most critical races um would need turn out and where those Senate, those key Senate races, um in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, um, like in Arizona. Like we need place, not Arizona, um, um uh Missouri. Um oh, uh, yeah. Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Wisconsin, yeah. Um, with and and so I, I'm I'm raising that because I think that, I mean that's part of that's part of what's gonna drive a lot of the energy the work where the races are happening, but will also be in the South, that we believe that the South has been a stronghold for backwards conservatism for much too long and so we're going yep. to be in all of the states in the south as our base which is our base and that goes the way we define the south is it's from um, South uh, North Carolina all the way down over to Texas up to uh, West Virginia, Arkansas all those states so that's where we're, we'll be mm-hmm. working um, and some of those races we're working in gubernatorial races there's some races of some states that have gubernatorial elections some states have a senate race happening some states have, a low, have some local Local races that we think are key and critical. And so for us, we're yeah. not an organization that's just focusing on the electoral process. We're looking at power. What is the interventions to help communities have power? And some of the things that we're doing, our model is that we are capacity building organization. And so what we do mm-hmm. is we find groups, grassroots organizations um, in different states. A, a, a prime example would be Georgia. Like in Georgia, we're working with over 50 organizations that are, are located throughout Georgia. Georgia, we resource them, we support, um, we, we uh, support them as a thought leader, I mean, a thought partner around projects, we gird them up, and we work, in, and so we work almost like, like if, if, if a candidate had a coordinated campaign, we're a social justice focused coordinated campaign, right. where we're, where, where we're lifting up that work. And so we, what we think that is going to be really critical is that people are already in a space that they're paying attention the question is, can we excite and ignite them? Can we actually move them to mm-hmm. action? And so we've, we've been working on, nonstop. So part of what we believe is one of the, the critical mistakes that usually um, the Democratic Party makes is that it's it's in candidates is that the activity is only around as election, right? And I was like, it's mm-hmm. the, you know, um, for the black community, I often say it's the round the Negro up period, that three weeks before the election, you just round them up and take them out and tell them to go vote, right? Which is just so disrespectful mm-hmm. on all right. kinds of levels, right? And so what yeah. we're like, no, what we're going to do is we're being intentional about being building people power, about building black power. Yeah. And the way that we do that, is we work 365 days out of a year and so that we've got infrastructure. We have an ecosystem of groups that can respond and to help get the word out and mobilize people.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's incredible. And, you know, you mentioned... You know, it should be named right. The lack of passing the John Lewis Voting Rights yes. Act, the Freedom to Vote Act, mm. like like that, voting rights have not been enshrined. Uh, we only have seen movement from the Senate on, you know, this climate change bill. Um, but then the same thing with, you know, the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act, which, again, does not go nearly as far as some of the folks that I've had on this show and that we all know in terms of, um, you know, it's like limiting no knock warrants and things like this those two issues being like virtually untouched by the Senate, how does that resonate? Does that make your oh, work
1: not harder? only does it make my work harder, but hell, at the end of the day, you send you. That's the kind of stuff that make me like, well, do I want to vote? So I understand people's frustration, <laughs> right. right? Like, let's get real. When I, you know, I've been out yeah. before, and the folks were like, "I don't even want to vote." I was like, "Well, I feel y'all ain't excited either," right? But this is what <laughs> this is. This is this is why I vote. What I'm excited about is I'm yeah. excited about. I want our communities to have power, and there is an opening. Right. Right, there is an opening. We have to see that we're in the middle of a transition. Part of the voter suppression, y'all, is not because we're losing, it's because we're winning. Right. I am Mm -hmm. excited that there is a new coalition made up of white people, black folks, AAPI folks, indigenous people, young folks, older folks. We saw that in George Floyd uprising, the largest Mm -hmm. uprising ever in this nation, that when you look at the photos and the pictures, it was multigenerational, it was multicultural. Something is happening. And so this is a moment that we're actually connecting arms and starting to be a power. Now, that's still work we got to do. Right. I'm not I'm not in a space that I'm thinking that it, it's Disneyland. Right. But what I do believe mm-hmm. is I do believe that we all see what is happening. Right. And there is an opportunity for us to build the kind of multiracial coalition that is going to make America be true to what is supposed yeah. to be true to. Because we've never had an America that all had access to life, <laughs> liberty and the pursuit of happiness. But we got to speak right. to that and say that. But in this moment, I believe that that's what we can do. And I don't think it's gonna be one election. I'm talking about this as long-term work. And so when we're talking to people and organizing folks, we're honest with them and authentic with them to say that we don't think that voting is gonna be the end all and the be all. But what we do believe is that when a community is at war and you're fighting for your life, you got to use every tool available to you. If that means all you gotta get have is a hammer, then I'm gonna knock the hell out of you with this hammer, right? But you've got to <laughs> use this power of voting to be able to stop right. the pain happening in our community and hold folks accountable.
0: I love how it's usually everything looks like a nail, mm-hmm. but you're like, no, you're just gonna hit people just with so the, hammer. Get the hammer. Just <laughs> the <laughs> um, I mean, and and there are it's it's very difficult. I mean, this it's how you know in the immediate aftermath of the Roe v. Wade, the Dobbs decision overturning Roe v. Wade. Um, you know, there was this sense of like, yeah, what have you done for me lately? And how dare you send out these fundraising messages? Yeah. And how dare you be like, well, we have to focus on November because even if we hand you the Senate again, what's the plan? Like, please right. be more specific. And I still feel that way right. on both the abortion rights issue, as well as the voting rights issue, as well as mm-hmm. um, the, you know, criminal justice issue. Like these are things that absolutely voting is critical. And man, it is so sad that we have to, as you're trying to get out the vote, explain that even with the majority, there's something called the fucking filibuster (laughs) and we can't get anything passed, but that all roads really do effectively lead through there. Um, But you're also like, okay, but what's the, like, honestly, I need like a literal IOU written to me on a piece of paper that tells me, you
1: know what you're gonna do.
0: I, you know, and I so- agree.
1: But Francesca, you know, I have, I've, I, have, I have a slightly, um, uh, a slightly shifted view over the years that I want to share. Right. It, yeah. And and as part yeah. of it is, you know, I've been part of processes that have had people to sign contracts and they lied, <laughs> they did stuff. I've <laughs> been a part of processes that I don't think. This is what I say to people. This is what my belief is. I don't think that the shift is about the politicians. I think the shift is about us. Part of what we have done is that we have advocated our power and we give the, the, we put politicians in office and we expect them to come up with the ideas. We expect them to do right. We expect them, I'm going to vote for you and I'll see you in four years and you just go handle my business. Where do right. they do that at? I, I'm just being honest. Where does that happen? And so at, at, I, I'm raising that because I think there has to be a fundamental paradigm shift in we yeah. the people that we have to decide that we really want this thing called power, that we can't just say, yeah. well, I want this policy win, that we want power and that we are so powerful, that we are so consistent, mm-hmm. that we show up at, because the bottom line is you let start people who are operating against our interests start being taken out. We start taking them out in droves Let me tell you where the country going to go, right? You're going to start seeing the reason why the Republicans are that far extreme as they are right now is because there were folks that came in. They were organized. We don't want to go back. I can go back to the tea tea party that there were grassroots yep. work that was done regardless of what our position is on it, that there was an intentionality around grassroots organizing to build up the the grassroot infrastructure. You had a whole thing over here called the Heritage Foundation yep. that was making sure that mm-hmm. it was shot the messages and was crafting the narrative and the messages. And then what you had is you yes. had egotistical white men who like literally became the face of that and created mm. and, and led into this history of structural racism in this country that none of us are free of and exploited that. That's what happened. And I'm saying that our approach, not the same approach, because we have to have some integrity, right? And we have to be, <laughs> it is easier for you to have a mess. We,
0: we also don't have as much dark money. I mean, dark. like, <laughs> everyone hate? Though Everyone hates Soros because he's literally the only the good billionaire. He's like he's the only billionaire that's like given to civil rights causes right. and like given to like like the Palestinians. Like he's like he's an amazing. Right. He's so he's the one real. that
2: controls everything.
0: So he's obviously the one that controls everything. <laughs> right. But but again, you're totally yeah. Money is not necessarily on our side, but you're right that like you're right. It is we cannot afford to you know, arms crossed, just stay on the sidelines, um, either right. during an election and certainly after elections in the meantime. And I'm thinking of, as as critical as I am of the climate change bill, the people that I do know who have been working very specifically on blueprints around the Green New Deal, around, you know, um, real concrete ways that this federally, we can actually make make progress. They're calling it a victory you know what i mean they're not saying it's a it's not it's a nothing burger they're saying no no no. it's a start it's good and in fact you see some of these other policies that are coming down the pike after this bill and it seems like biden may be limiting emissions you know um and and do we not weaseling but working other ways into to get some of those policy changes not necessarily in that big big package but through other means so Again, I'm I I think that's it's really true to take cues from organizers like yourself. Um, when it comes to all this. And to shift our
1: paradigm, Francesca. I want people to shift our paradigm. We have actually seen ourselves in this democracy only as participants. We have not seen ourselves in this way that we are literally, we should be crafting, not just the policy of what you're going to do in this current system. We have to be honest and say this economic system is not, it is not working for us. And not that we don't want you to have a band-aid. We want you to create, we deserve a whole nother approach to the economy right and how the economy is is how this country's resources are invested upon but if that is to happen it can't be a one-off it has to be people demanding that we have that we radically reimagine what is going to happen in this country and that we demand that is the case and we stay on it it is absolutely no reason for dc not to be a state and so but but part of it is like i said we have been trained To not participate in democracy. We have been trying to only show up in elections and go back to your corners, and then we're gonna tell y'all what we do and don't do.
2: Yeah, and then hope our leaders do the right thing, whereas opposed, like you said, the Heritage Foundation just hands them a list and it's like, Appoint these people, <laughs> yeah. and they do and it. Alex.
0: <laughs> and here's and 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 right. then just like stacks of money and bills underneath it. <laughs> um, I want to give James any questions or thoughts, and and then give Latasha the final word here. Um,
2: oh no, give my time to hers. She's, she's
1: <laughs> Come on, LaTosha, James. Did, I can, I can't believe <laughs> what James said. I can have your space. I don't know. I am, that right there is an honor. That. James gave Re- me talking space. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, come Reclaiming on. time.
0: Uh, Latasha, anything we didn't touch on that you want to leave with folks before, before you know, we got a, just a couple months yep. to go here.
1: You know, I, I think that there are a couple of things. that A, a, a quick thing that I want um, to leave with people. I want us to really, and I say this all the time, but I want us to radically reimagine this nation. I usually ask people, to close your eyes, and I ask them to imagine an America without racism, I just to sit there in it. What would that look like? Like, what would the institutions look like? You know, imagine, just close your eyes, imagine an America, you know, without sexism, and homophobia, and ableism. Just, just baseline as a value, yeah. what would that America yeah. look like? And so I think we need to spend some time in that question because that's what I'm fighting for. That, yeah. that, that is what I believe in, that's what I'm fighting for. But we've got to take enough time and have the audacity to believe and to dream and to reimagine something that is different, that's more just, that is more fair, that our that our resources serve the people and not these corporations that are making billions and billions of dollars. If they want to play, then they got to play nicely. Absolutely,
0: mm. thank you so much, Latasha. And uh, Roller Dragon on YouTube says that is Star Trek. That is what
1: they're
0: <laughs> Listen, and he is right. That is, that is, oh, that's awesome. that is, Star Trek.
1: That is what Star Trek is. So thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all please check us out. The People that are listening, check us out, go to our website, go to our social media, because we're on this road. We got the blackest bus in America and we in these streets. So check us out on blackvotersmatterfund.org.
0: Latasha Brown on Twitter at Miss Latasha Brown. Please. Thank you so much for taking the time and for all of your work. And then please come back. Um, and obviously, we're we're all following everything. So thank, thank you, you so you much for breaking it down.
2: It was a pleasure to meet you.
0: <laughs> so good. And okay. we have one final segment, um, James. You're not. Going I want here. everyone to
2: close their eyes and imagine Rand Paul getting beat up by his neighbor. <laughs> on this front line
0: <laughs> did that happen wow, i know i know there amazing. was a, I know there was like some beef did he actually get his ass kicked by his neighbor oh yeah oh
2: yeah, yeah
0: oh i love that
2: no one likes him
0: oh my god i love that so much do you get in trouble for beating up a senator
1: Yeah. Yeah, you
0: you definitely do. But was it worth it? I mean, if you if you're in jail and you're like, you're like, what are you in for? I beat the shit out of Rand Paul. You'd be like, oh, you fucking. You're you're getting everyone's best biscuit. I don't know what's the best part of a prison meal. I'm not sure. I feel like it'd be the biscuit.
2: Yeah. Any Any Kentucky, we make good biscuits.
0: Um, We have one more segment. I am asking, this is our final segment, our fun segment, supposedly. Um, Look, in the wake of the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, all of the Trump family has been sprung into full... um, It was a raid on all of us. It really was. It was a raid on each and every one of us and our homes and all of our classified (laughs) documents. Um, (laughs) And The Trump family has sprung into action, except for Ivanka and Jared. Jared's on a book tour. It's a whole thing. Um, Apparently, he's the mastermind behind Trump's endless winning. Who knew? Um, (laughs) But specifically, the sons, Eric and Don Jr. have been bending over backwards to prove they are the true successor to Donald Trump. And that they love him harder than... He will. He will ever, ever love them back. So I want to ask you, James, I want to ask everyone listening, who is your, like, pick your fighter. Pick your son. Oof. Who is the chosen son? This might seem like a no-brainer to some of you, but I want to, there's there's some, I want to push back. I feel like we assume it's Junior, but not necessarily. So... Here is what Eric Trump said in the wake of the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago on what could have been in those documents. Here he is on Sean Hannity's show.
3: What could what what secret document could possibly rise to that level?
2: I don't know. They'll probably find a note from me telling him how proud I am of him and what a great job he was doing as president. They might find some pictures of my kids, maybe some nice, you know, headlines, uh, maybe a nice note from you, Sean. Um, It's insane. How many times can you cry wolf? I mean, the FBI dragged this whole country through hell for three years based on lies and deceit and dirty dossiers and FISA warrants and everything else, right? And everything proved to be... <laughs>
0: wow. He's probably going to find a no. Says, a picture of my family you.
2: that was... <laughs> Why is a picture of your family classified?
0: Yeah what's in it
2: what's going on in that picture eric
0: Mm -mm. no yeah exactly (laughs) that's he's like he's probably gonna find um you know the time that i won like a a a gold medal in karate when i was a yellow belt and uh he he came he totally came to that tournament and definitely kept the medal (laughs) Um, yeah, so
2: what do they gotta find a broken world's greatest dad mug, a collection of broken world's greatest dad mugs?
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, all of the pancakes that he pretended to eat and then spit out into a napkin and then put into the safe that I made for him on Father's Day. Um okay. So that's Eric, all right. <laughs> Everything's yeah. been proven wrong. Everything that's come out. Mm. Oh, the dirty dossier. What was in that dossier? That was the peach, I mean, cal- yeah, yeah.
2: Calm, on point, on message.
0: Calm, on point, on message. Here's Don Trump mm-hmm. Jr. taking a break from his mm-hmm. many cameos, which he has to, you know, the orders, they really fill up backlog of them. Um, He's taking a break from his cameos to, uh, I believe this is at a Turning Points conference this week where he's like, so what? if there were nuclear codes in the classified documents.
3: Donald Trump has the nuclear codes! In the linen closet at
2: Mar-a-Lago! I'm like, really? By the way, for the record, I'd say that if Donald Trump actually still had the nuclear codes, it'd probably be good. Our enemies, our enemies might actually be like, okay, maybe let's not mess with them. Unlike when they look at Joe Biden and they say, you know what, we should attack now. I think he did a great job. I think he was really on point, and he seemed really <laughs> cool.
0: I mean, God, Super slow down, lucid. Speaking of lucid, <laughs> and uh, you know, drug addicts, uh, it'd be I thought great. that was sped up. Not at all. Um, You. <laughs> You know how when you don't have nuclear codes, you don't want Uh to attack another country, but once you have them, you're like, nah, I'm going to be safe with these.
2: Right. Like, I mean, we've been under constant attack since Joe Biden's been president. too. Constant.
0: They, I mean, they've been typing in every kind of permutation and combination of codes. It's been insane. It's just like, and we've been getting all these notifications like, oh my God, your nuclear football has been compromised. And you're like, shit, I shouldn't have filled out that fucking online form at Best Buy, you know, whatever it is. Like, that's.
2: Here in LA, it's like the opening of children of men every time you go to the cafe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, just. It's funny to me. Like, I like the angle. Here's what I'll say. Critique, right? Mm. Solid angle. Nuclear codes are safer under Trump. Not a solid angle if they're the one, (laughs) if foreign agents or countries are like having them, like have them. And they're like, you know what? Cause I respect Trump so much. I won't even use these. I won't even. Right. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. (laughs) What? So I don't know. Here's the thing. In terms of showmanship, who are you going with? I mean, well,
2: if I'm being honest, you can my performance, pick one. My,
0: you're you're my Logan per- Roy. Sorry, you're Donald Trump. Okay, you're gonna die. <laughs> one, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Well, I'm, I was just saying, as comedically, my performance style is probably more Don Jr. If I'm being honest with myself. <laughs> um, So I'm going to pick Eric.
0: So you're coked up as shit every time. (laughs) So you're picking picking Eric. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, you just want the guy who actually, I mean, he seems like he could run a business, maybe. I mean, Don Jr. can only handle his own cameo. That's the only business he can actually run. That's
0: exactly right.
2: One he can just record into his phone whenever the spirit moves him.
0: I think, I agree with, okay, look, I agree he's a better showman, or I I agree with you that, like, Eric Trump has, he has, what is it called, um, minimal humility. There's, like, a little tinge of maybe I'm not a complete. For a Trump. For a Trump. I mean, TBD Baron, um, who is just going to. Be like play center for some basketball team. Like, can he just stand there and rebound? Can he just get the re's, for the love of Christ? Put Baron in. Um, anyway, but like Eric Trump is like, yeah, you you can I could reason with you. But the that's also the problem is that because he's got a tinge of humility, mm. because he probably could be reasoned with, yeah, he's dumb. Oh, he's super sad. He's definitely the sadder of the two Trumps, even though. Jr. is like straight up off his shit. Like he is so high in that in that clip. Yeah. I do feel like you need someone who is sort of impenetrable by reality. Like they have like sort of a Teflon brain.
2: Yeah, that's true. I do think Don Jr. W- wouldn't roll over on on Big Daddy Donald. But I, I feel like Eric, uh, he might.
0: I think they're, they I think the they're screws. Mm. Like if they were asked to, like if they're going to be asked to testify, like maybe in the, in the Trump organization, uh, investigation and lawsuit in New York. Yeah. Um,
2: I think Don Jr. goes down with the ship all the way. He wants to be, he wants to literally be his dad.
0: <laughs> He's like, come on to Melania multiple times. <laughs> He's just like, it'd be, it'd just be great if we could, we could share women. Right. Dad.
2: Right, dude. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna um, need a low flow toilet.
0: <laughs> and then, yeah, no, and then Kimberly Guilfoyle's like definitely been a little drunk and like tried to get it going between oh. between uh, Junior and and Trump. Oh God, oh God, I'm making I myself. I mean, she's
2: got she's got more range than Mia Farrow going from Sinatra to Woody Allen. Like, uh, <laughs> she's impressive.
0: You mean Newsom to John Junior? Yeah, <laughs> that's actually not, I think that's, eh, that's not as bite of a gulf. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. Newsome, Newsome. Yes. Uh, but the, anywho. Uh, okay. So you're picking Eric and I'm picking Don. I yeah. wonder what people are picking in the chat. Um, Winston. On Twitch says Eric doesn't need to roll over. He's just so dumb. You he just needed to answer honestly (laughs) on accident.
2: (laughs) That's true. You could jiggle some keys in front of him, and he'd probably just forget what he was supposed to say. Jeff
0: Curry on YouTube. Baron seems the smartest, basically, because ain't never heard him talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Camberman five thousand. Donnie's true heir is a kid he hasn't made public yet. That is so true. Like if he found oh. out that any, yeah, he's it's someone's gonna come out of the woodwork. Someone's gonna to come out of the woodwork. Anywho,
2: October surprise. It's a perfect boy. It's
0: another Trump. Um, What about Tiffany? A woman? Oh, wow. A lady. <laughs> lady Trump. I don't think so. Um, All right. Well, picking your fighter. I just think it's very adorable. These are two they're so they're they, they just they just want to hug they want to yeah. hug and they seem really cool i mean eric seems like legitimately funny like like i like he does seem not not like yeah. no not like obviously laughing at not laughing with
2: right 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 but
0: right. he's got again back to because everything is succession for me but like he's got tom womsgans and energy mm. and i like that a lot um, yeah,
2: uh, Tom's the best.
0: Tom's the fucking best. Anywho, James Fritz, everybody, what? check out his album. Check out his work. Follow him on Twitter at.
2: Fritz is dead.
0: Fritz is dead. <laughs> keep him alive by following him on fucking Twitter. Only,
2: only your clicks can keep me going.
0: <laughs> and we have a bonus episode. We're going to talk about a very based or a piece of shit firefighter, depending on where you stand. We'll talk about it. He was outed for his discussion and his thoughts on police. And you mm-hmm. don't want to miss that. Patreon.com slash situation room. We got a little bit more. Um, but James, thank you so much for being on. Have a very Thanks good rest on. of yeah. your week. Everybody
1: follow oh, you take good care.
0: And thank you guys for being here. Thanks for all of your comments and your super chats, especially the ones telling me that I was fucking up on my own show. Um, Chase Essex, thank you so much for the super chat. Had to send our little Boston Terrier Lily across the Rainbow Bridge yesterday. She was only eight. We don't have kids. R.I.P. baby girl. I'm so sorry, Chase. That's that's so sad. The Rainbow Bridge. I mean. That eight is too young. Eight is too young, but I'm sure she was adorable and you gave her a great life and she had fun every single goddamn minute of it because that's what dogs do they appreciate life um let's see joel El- joel eliza lecchio johnson a full day of all tyt's terrific programming including lady francesca and the fact song which i think you mean fart song thank you so much appreciate it um yes this is so, this is adjacent to tyt's programming although it's probably going to overlap at some point so i apologize um gina viola gina viola the gina viola uh of mayorship fame um gotta get used to this tuesday switch hey all hey um mike boy raps um for me all women are non-fungible wow i see what you did there we're talking about nfts and women having them um Electron Creations, thank you for your super chat. I'm betting five won't keep you alive, but doing my best to help you thrive. Cindy, you did everything right there, Cindy. Five absolutely keeps us alive. Thank you so much. Kenny from Philly saying, cancel all student debt loan, a student loan debt, period. Uh, Martin bringing up a really good point. None of this in terms of student loans deals with the issue of higher tuitions and everyone going forward. I mean, it's exactly right, right. What is the plan? moving forward on this. What's the plan, as James is pointing out, on interest rates? What's the plan on tuition in general? How are we going to make this more affordable for younger generations? Um, I'm just me on Twitch. My first pregnancy, I was five months before I knew. I have health reasons for that, but it's not completely abnormal. You find out later than most would think. Yeah. I mean, for like a week, you're like, what's wrong with my period? Why is it doing this? I'm going to drink all of this bottle of wine. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm pregnant. That was my case. <laughs> it's like, oopsies. Um, but yeah. Uh, Camperman 5000. Why do Republicans always name their bills the exact opposite of what the bill is? Fetal heartbeat bill. Citizens United. Yeah. Citizens United is really strong. That's like one of the best ones. All the citizens who are worth a billion dollars or more. Um, Camberman5000, speaking on the fact that I left very briefly on this show, because I got booted, saying it's the fritz room again. (laughs) Because the last time Fritz was on, I also got booted. I think there's a pattern here. I think there's absolutely a pattern. Uh, Todd Roy is banking on Baron over both Eric and Don. The Baron's going to come in and win this. Um... All right, you guys, thank you so much for those chats. Thank you for everything. And with that, of course, welcome to the fart song. I'm on a yoga ball so I can dance and jump with it. Thank you to all of the new patrons. Everyone at $5 or more, I see you. You are so wonderful to me. Um, To the patrons at $10 or more, getting the shout-out, Carl. Just Carl. Carl, we love you. Big tippers! We have no big tippers! TBR-Live on Venmo, TBR Live on Cash App, don't leave me hanging. Twitch subs, JJ Jesper 82, Brandy Lutu, Frank Morningtree, Cluster Fox, Spyda Mike, and Holy Beer Dragon. Thank you guys so much. Thanks to everyone who makes this show possible. Paige Omec Maximilian Inhoff, Alexandra Ornes. And you all out there, we stream live every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on YouTube and Twitch. Follow the show on uh, TikTok and Instagram at Franny Fio, on Twitter at Bituation Pod. Again, you can also get merch, BituationRoom.com. We've got tote bags, two different kinds of shirts, stickers. It is beautiful over there. And if you like me, I will. I stream every Wednesday for the Twituation Room, which is a sister show to this on tyt's twitch twitch.tv slash tyt and remember fight the power fuck the patriarchy and don't just bitch about it be about it bye